This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. Today we're going to finish a message I spoke at Beyond Barriers Ministries, pastored by Pastor Charles Mwangi. The title of the message church arise. Anyway, I flew in and I met with the parliament and the president was there and I said, sir, I would never say these things. But this is what the Lord said. Sir, the majority of your parliamentarians are fools. I'm in the parliament. I said, God's definition of a fool is one that rejects the word of God, the laws of God, the morality of God, the ethics of God. And you make your own laws out of your own vanity. And under your own leadership, you have killed 1.3 million people, an eighth of your population. And God calls this house a fool. Unless there is a national repentance, your nation is dimmed because there's going to be nothing but coup after coup, vengeance after vengeance. You have killed one eighth of your population and fighting will never end. This is all recorded. It's all recorded. It's all history. It's all facts. In fact, I had the president of parliament call me up, who's not the president of parliament anymore, two years ago and talk to me. Asked me if I remembered him. I said, yes, sir. Anyway, I left, spoke to quite a few people in, in uh, Kigali. They had a mass rally for me, thousands of people. And then I w- went back to America. He calls me up and says, Reverend Hansen, do you remember me? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, the parliament decided that we're going to take your advice. And we called national repentance in the national stadium, 60,000 people. And for seven days, they gave seven-day holiday, they repented to God and each other, and peace came, and they never fought since. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. You've got to represent God. Some men of God, they call themselves men of God, but they go to give a word, and really they just want the favor of the president. A good photo op. And so they can't give the word. They can't give a word. They never really had a word. Just some prayer. Some generic prayer. God bless you and give you wisdom. Good night. 1.3 million people slaughtered. They needed a word from God. Not bless you to continue your slaughter. Are you hearing me? Come on. Can you say amen? They needed a word from God. You've got to give a word from God. If you can't give a word from God, stay home. Just stay home. Come on, say amen. It's time we have men and women of God that will give a word from God and bring healing to our nation. Church arise. Church arise. Jeremiah 
29 verses 8, 9, 17 through 19 and 20, what it says. The people went into captivity. Jeremiah was a prophet that spoke the truth. And he told them how long they would be in captivity. And some false prophets arose and tried to nullify the words of Jeremiah and say, no, this will not happen. Instead, you're going to have peace and prosperity. God's going to bring you out. And God gave Jeremiah another word. Those that listen to these false prophets, you will be judged yourself. And these false prophets will fall by the edge of the sword and be judged. There are false prophets right now in America. Can you say amen? Come on. Can you say amen? There are false prophets right now in America leading the church astray. June 20, 2022, Israeli's government fell. They're forming a new government. July 7, 2022, Britain's government fell. Now, the United States of America is in the process of a communistic takeover. We literally are being destroyed purposely by socialist communist leaders. They hate fundamental Christians who believe the Bible is literally the word of God. They are trying to take the Bible, God, out of America by attacking its authority through false science, evolution, religion, and heresies now taught in most churches. Are you with me? Heresies taught in most churches. The emergent church says it's evolving. And one of the leaders of the emergent church, his son is a homosexual. See, it's evolving. God doesn't evolve for sins, bring judgment on a nation, and homosexuality is one of them. Come on, do you understand me? The emergent church, the deconstructive church, the mainline churches, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, Lutheran, United Methodist, others, they're under the National Council of Churches. The communist organization known as the Federal Council of Churches is the forerunner of the National Council of Churches. Geneva Parent Organization, the World Council of Churches. NCC leads dozens of Protestant, Orthodox, Anglican denominations, including the Presbyterian, Episcopalian, Evangel Lutheran, United Methodist, and many others. Since the NCC has a Marxist communist heritage, it explains why they back liberation theology and condone sin, including homosexuality, ordaining homosexuals. It explains why they invite drag queens into the church to teach your children. Are you with me? If this doesn't get you sick, nothing will. Because the Holy Spirit is sick and the Holy Spirit is angry. This is what damned Sodom and Gomorrah. If you condone it, you'll be like Lot, that his soul was vexed. He watched sin around him. He listened to sin around him and he did nothing. And Lot just about was destroyed with the rest of the people. We have a responsibility to do something. You are the body. We're supposed to speak the truth and come against evil, not pray about it. God isn't coming out of heaven to save you or the church. He comes out at the battle of Armageddon to remove evil governments. Until that time, you are commissioned. You are an ambassador. You go save your nation through my power, through Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. You have all authority. Church arise. Church arise. Church arise. Church arise. Church arise. Church arise. In Jesus' name. Church arise. Hallelujah. 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 Church arise.
We need to understand that the fact that the older generation elected a president who appointed conservative justice, talking about Donald Trump, does not mean the American people as a whole are repenting of their sins and becoming more virtuous. The statistics are the opposite. Despite the court's rulings, Americans are more or less chivious than ever. A May 2022 Gallup poll shows 76% of Americans think fornication is morally acceptable. Are you listening? 71% believe homosexuality is proper. 52% think abortion is okay. It was overturned, not because of the majority of Americans, because we have conservative justice put in place by Donald Trump. And that's what overturned this systematic, legalized killing of babies. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to show you that if the church doesn't arise and do its God-given responsibility, judgment is falling on this nation. And no president will save this nation. Now, I have a meeting to meet with President Trump. And I'm going to urge him to understand the four sins that bring judgment on a nation, including homosexuality. And lead this nation, if he becomes president again, if he represents Jeroboam II, to lead this nation in repentance and take the curse off it. If he refuses, he will not save this nation. It'll be better than what we have now, definitely, because he loves America and doesn't want to destroy it. But it will not save America unless the church rises up and once again understands what sin is and is fearless to preach it. Come on, say amen. amen. Church, arise if you're not afraid to speak the truth. You certainly aren't worthy to be called a pastor. You need to get out of the pulpit. Just go up country and eat some ugali. Maybe join the kitchen and make some skooma, some japati, and invite me to lunch. But get out of the pulpit. You have no business preaching the word of God. May 12, 2022, according to the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University, only 37% of pastors hold a biblical worldview. 62% hold syncretism, compiling all different religions, compiling all different thoughts, science, evolution. This is nothing but new age. When you put it all together, these people don't, don't need a senior pastor anymore. They can go to a psychologist or psychiatrist or evolutionist. 28% among associate pastors hold a biblical worldview. Man, the senior pastor better make sure his associate pastor holds the correct view. Amen? Yeah, he, you better do it or get him out of the pulpit. Come on, amen? <laughs> Did you hear me? If he doesn't, out you go. But I think you do. <laughs> now listen to this. Only 12% of children's and youth pastors hold a biblical worldview. Are you hearing me? This is how sad the church is. 12% of pastors that take over and look after the youth or the children, if they're not teaching them the unadulterated, the inspired word of God, what are they teaching them? Are they teaching them what they teach them in public universities and schools? Communism, socialism, homosexuality. The senior pastor has got to be so careful when he has staff. So careful. Amen? Because the church is polluted. The church is dysfunctional. The church is compromised. 
Again, four sins bring judgment on a nation. Idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, and dividing the land of Israel. America is guilty of all four of these sins. Unless Trump himself understands what the sin is to lead a nation to repent, he won't stop judgment. He'll delay it because he's not purposely trying to usher in communism and socialism, but he will not stop it. Are we together? I shared that when he first was president. Church, don't sit back on your laurels. Arise! This is our chance to lead revival in America and the church didn't do it. Because a church is so pathetic and lethargic and lazy and gluttonous. You say, how do you talk that way? Very easy. I love the bride of Christ. When I had five years of hatred against a man and wouldn't forgive him, I went through a season where finally I had to ask God to forgive me and this man who had done something terrible against my first wife. And, and you cannot forgive a man for rape and molestation unless you are really a solid man of God. And it took me five years to get that hatred out of me. If you've got hatred, understand, you've got to get it out of you for the Holy Spirit to flow through you. Come on, do you understand me? That hatred is a manifestation of your pride and you've got to get the pride on the altar and let the Holy Spirit flow through you so you can have signs and wonders. I asked God to forgive me. I left a puddle of tears and God said, leave your gift at the altar and make it right. I knew what he wanted me to do. Go face that man and ask him to forgive me. Now, just because you repent doesn't mean your emotions follow suit. I still didn't want to do it. But faith is obedience. It's not going by feelings. So I talked myself into it. Get up. Go up the stairs. Drive the car. Knock on the door. He opens the door. I've hated you. Will you forgive me? Boom. It broke. And I loved him until he died like a brother. Are you with me? I went to a large church and said, some of you call me pastor. I've been a hypocrite. I could not forgive a man. Then I had my first supernatural dream that night. I saw myself traveling the nations. I saw apocalyptic events. I saw death lines. I saw myself in front of masses and, and the leaders that I'm at with right now every day. Then I saw the heart of God. It was broken. I said, God, why is your heart broken? He says, because my church is in love with the world more than me. I said, why, Lord? He said, because of the pastor behind the pulpit. You heard your pastor what he said. If you follow a man of God, you become a man of God. Can you say amen? I spoke in Kingston, Jamaica. I've spoke there nine times. Spoke in the largest tent there once. And every single person blind, everything was healed. Everything was healed. Everybody was healed. My message that morning, large church, are you an eagle or are you a chicken? If you walk with the chickens and talk with the chickens and scratch with the chickens and eat with the chickens, you become a chicken. Hallelujah. But if you walk with the eagles and fly with the eagles and eat with the eagles, you soar like the eagles. Come on, say amen. Hallelujah. 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 Give the Lord a big hand clap. Give the Lord a big hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I am an eagle. I am an eagle. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. I believe Pastor Charles is an eagle. Amen. And that means this church is going to soar. Oh, hallelujah. Second Chronicles 7.14 If my people called by my name will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. If the church, we got to clean up the church. Only 12% of people that work with our children have a biblical worldview. And just because you have a biblical worldview doesn't mean you're led by the Jesus Christ and have relationship. The devil has a biblical worldview, but he doesn't obey the biblical worldview. He rebels. Are we together? See, I, I had to fly over that. Fly like an, I'm an eagle. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. The Bible says there comes a point of no return. Jeremiah 7.16. Pray no more for this people. Jeremiah, don't weep for them. Pray for them. Or don't beg me to help them, for I will not listen. There comes a point of no return. I have a book back there. I only brought 10 copies called The Science of Judgment. Goes in the rise and fall of nations. The Science of Judgment. It's back there. Jamie, stand up. Hurry up. She's back there. She's one of my secretaries. The Science of Judgment, if you want a copy of that book. The Science of Judgment. The Rise and Fall of Nations. I could go much more into this. Jeremiah 11, 11 through 14. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I'm going to bring calamity upon them. They won't escape. Though they beg for mercy, I will not listen to their cries. Then the people of Judah and Jerusalem will pray to their idols and burn incense before them, but the idols will not save them. Disaster is going to strike. Look now, people. You have many gods. If you have towns, you have many altars of shame, altars for burning incense to your gods as they're in the streets of Jerusalem. But pray no more for this people, Jeremiah. Don't weep for them or pray for them, for I will not listen. When they cry out to me in distress, I will not listen. There comes a point of no return. My website, you'll see our interviews, members of the house, lawmen, talking about an invasion, talking about how this administration is pushing, pushing civil war. I'm telling you, the church has to arise and save America. Can you say amen? God sent you from Kenya to help save America. Come on, say amen. Hallelujah. Adalia, you come up. All right. Um, four years ago, we were in South Carolina, and Jesus came to, came to me by night. I was pregnant then. And then he told me that he, he had a plan that he was going to do in this nation. And he told me he was going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And then I remember I stood before the church and I said, Jesus said that he's going to overturn it. But I remember how their faces fell because they did not believe in that word. And then years later, this year, he did it. But you need to understand one thing. For us to be effective here in this country i say that as a kenyan because the country this country has become slack and things have been you know there's some things you see with your eyes and you cry because there's a lot of filth there's some things that they permit
that even our forefathers, though they were not even Christians, they did not permit. But for us to be able, the days have come where, where the Lord is going to raise up, raise up black men, African missionaries, and they're going to bring them to the Western world to bring a new move, a new move. And we have to stand and represent him. But there's one thing, the Bible says, ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you to be witnesses. He didn't say you don't receive the Holy Spirit for yourself, to be witnesses, for you to be witnesses in this country. You need the Holy Spirit and the fire. And when I sat there and Jesus said to me, flames of fire, flames of fire. Thank you, Jesus, flames of fire. I pray, Lord God, that the angels of fire descend upon this place right now in the name of Jesus. Listen, in the book of Judges chapter 5, and Deborah was singing a song, he said, the villagers would not fight, they held back until I, Deborah, arose. And then after that, if you read verse 12, it says, awake, awake, Deborah, arise, Barak. We have to arise, but we need the Holy Spirit and the fire. The Holy Spirit can be within you, but we need the Holy Spirit upon, upon you, upon you. The anointing, the anointing in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I welcome you here right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Everybody stand up, stand up. Holy Spirit. Yes, 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 yes. In this place right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray God, I stand in the presence of God. And I pray, Lord God, that you will touch your people right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, release rivers of fire. Rivers of fire. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. From the back to the front. Jesus, release the fire, the fire, the fire, the fire in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, angels of fire, hallelujah, angels of fire. hallelujah, hallelujah. If you know you have been low in fire, either you have been low or no fire at all, come here. No fire or low flame. Listen to me. You need the fire of the Holy Spirit to contend for your children, to contend for your family. It's not just the country. It starts from the family. You need to watch over the gates of your family. You need to stand and start decreeing the word of God. But you need the fire. You can be able to say, open up, O ye gates. Open up you everlasting doors that the King of glory may enter in. For the King of glory to enter into your home, you need the fire. And if you, you know better than I do. So if you know you need the fire of the Holy Spirit, come here. If you need the Holy Spirit and the fire, I'm not talking about being born again. I am talking about the anointing upon you. Hallelujah. Come now, quickly, Father, come quickly, come quickly. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray God, I pray God in the name of Jesus, find them yes, wherever they yes, are. Yes, yes, Holy yes, Holy Spirit. 
yes, identify yes, yes, Deborah's. Yes. Identify Deborah's and Barak's of this generation in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Can I have oil? Do you have oil? In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the one who was standing right here. Holy Spirit, identify them, I pray. Identify them in the name of Jesus. 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 By the power of the Holy Spirit, I release the fire of God. The fire of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Fire. Fire, fire in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fire, fire. In the name of Jesus, listen to me. There is a serpent in your family line. There is a serpent that has been a guard over your family line. And that serpent is fighting against you. It is a generational serpent. You need to arise in the name of Jesus. You need to arise and contend for your family. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I, take the fire. Take the fire. Father, cut her off. Cut her off, Father. In Jesus' name, cut her off, Father, from the influences of this serpent. In the name of Jesus, we release the fire of the Holy Spirit against you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.